Welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome Podcast. I'm your boy, Lloyd Lee. Today is Monday, March 4th. Uh, today is uh, the Monday before Fat Tuesday, which is the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday. What are you giving up for Lent? I'm going to try to go sober. 40 days of sobriety, which is going to be tough because... Uh, St. Patty's Day is coming up. And that is, if you know me, my favorite holiday ever. It's the, it's like, it's way better than like Christmas to me. It's way better than uh, New Year's. It's way better than Chinese New Year. It's like, I don't know, good reason to get drunk on a, I guess this will be a Sunday. So, uh, Spirit Asante. You know, uh, I am looking forward to trying to eat a little bit cleaner, less sugar, less carbs, less alcohol, less red meat. Yeah, I think that'd be the healthy way. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do 40 days. Maybe I'll just do like uh, 41 days. One of those days is going to be St. Patty's Day. So it's actually 40 days with a half time break it's only the 17th day whatever whatever either way happy holidays uh happy my favorite holiday happy saint patty's day uh i wish you guys all the safety and fun and health that comes with saint patty's day and i'm not gonna lie to you i know nothing about saint patrick and what saint patrick did but if you know off the top of your head without Googling it, just hit me up and uh, I'll give you a shout out because I have not even gotten to the point where I care because I'm not going to stop drinking on that day. And uh, there is a Irish bar right down the street from me. And that's probably where we're going to get fucked up. It was funny because I called this uh, uh, Irish pub and uh, I should have known the answer. I should have just showed up. But the World Rugby Cup Sevens, World Rugby Sevens Cup, Rugby Sevens World Cup, that's how we're going to say it. The Rugby Seven World Cup started uh, this, I don't know, was it last weekend? This weekend, Friday? Started Friday. And uh, I called up and... I was like, hey, are you guys playing the rugby world, the rugby, the world rugby sevens world cup, the rugby seven world cup? That's what I said. Wow. I'm stroking out over here. Uh, Not a funny joke, Loy. We just lost uh, Luke Perry to a stroke. So, yes, I'm having technical difficulties. Uh, I called him up and I was like, hey, do you guys are you guys playing the rugby sevens world cup? And then the girl that picked up was like, I'm sorry. Like, as if I wasn't sure if she didn't understand me or she didn't hear me. I was like, hey, uh, are you rugby? So I switched it up. Now, when somebody says, huh, you should probably just switch up what you said. So maybe you can better explain what you're looking for. I said, uh, there's a rugby World Cup going on. And I'm curious if you guys are showing it. And she goes like, uh, on TV? No, I'm asking a random pub 
in Silver Spring, Maryland. If you guys are hosting the World Rugby Sevens Cup in your pub, I think you would know because there would be fucking rugby players warming up in your upstairs office. I don't think she go. And I ask again, I was like, yeah, uh, rugby. Uh, are you guys playing the rugby game? Like break it down, dumb it down, keep it simple. Are you guys showing the rugby game tonight on TV? And that's how I asked. And she goes like, that's a game question mark. (laughs) You know what? No worries. Not a big deal. I hung up. And my wife, who is such a sweetheart, she was in the other room calling another spot and was like, hey, uh, are you guys playing it? And she go, and then the guy, like, uh, that moment looked up at his, uh, at the TV, looked at the menu and was like, uh, World Rugby Cup, Rugby Sevens, Las Vegas. She goes, yes, that's it. Are you guys playing it? Come on, dad, we'll play it. And, you know, that's how you bring in customers you just fucking look so i was kind of i was kind of perturbed that i had to drive down to petworth uh i had to drive down like maybe 20 10 minutes i had to drive 10 minutes out of my way where i could have just stumbled home but this bar shout out to the pitch on georgia ave and i don't know why i'm talking with my hands because i am doing this video now on top of this audio and if you're wondering where this audio is, if you're watching the video, it's on my podcast. And uh, so, yeah, I'm moving my hands a lot because I don't know what to do my hands, as Ricky Bobby would say. So shout out to The Pitch uh, on Georgia Ave in Petworth, D.C. They, um, they have $3 high lifes. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan of High Life. And it's because, A, it's a cheap beer, but it's the champagne of beer. It's the banquet beer. It's the beer that just makes me feel like home. You know, just some good old New England white trash. You know? So they had $3. Uh, and the food was pretty decent. Uh, I'm not a fan of Obey, Old Bay, if you guys... Uh, are not from the Maryland, Virginia, D.C. area. We call the DMV, the District, Maryland, and Virginia. If you guys aren't from here, you might not know what Old Bay is. And uh, Old Bay is like a lot of spices. And it comes in a can that you mix. You're supposed to put on crab, but they put on everything. They put it on uh, chicken wings. They rim your glass with a local brew called uh, Bohemian, maybe? They call it a Bohemian margarita or something, whatever. They put it on everything. Shit's gross. Uh, I like it on my crab, because football and crab cakes, that's what Maryland does. And uh, they, I, uh, they had Maryland, they had uh, Old Bay Wings, and if that's your thing, have at it. Uh, but the food was pretty good. They, we had some fries. We watched the tournament. Now, if you guys are not familiar with rugby, rugby is a fast paced, hard hitting sport. It's like hockey and football and soccer all mixed into one. It's a, it's a fun watch. And now this week and next weekend, they have the tournament. 
Now, international, sevens, which is half of the team. It's normally 15 people on a team. Now it's seven, so it's a shorter field. Uh, it's faster pace. It's like watching half-court basketball, right? Uh, and uh, no pads, no timeouts. Keep the ball running, and it's it's fun. It's fun. And what's great about this was that they um, every 22 minutes it's a new game. So it's like uh, 20 minutes, uh, let's say 10 minutes, a minute half, Two minute halftime, like a quick break, and then another ten minutes, and then um, the next match literally starts right off the bat. It's like end of the game, start a new game, kick off, and that's how the tournament rolls. It's just keep it going. We're just gonna keep this show moving. But what's what's fucking bothered me was it's supposed to start at I don't know like seven o'clock, and then they had they rolled some commercials, and by the time they started, it was already the first half was over of the first game i was like i'm trying to figure out like we've been sitting here we've been watching it how is this 12 nothing how is oh they fucked us on the first half okay uh i think that was shitty planning on espn's part and they go well there's like 12 people in the stands it's probably nobody even really watching at home i was watching me and my wife and uh, the guy sitting next to us was pretty cool because he was like, uh, I heard you guys were waiting for a game and I didn't know what game it was going to be. And I never thought it was going to be this game. Like out of all the games I thought it was going to be, this was not the game. I thought uh, he was a white guy and he was like, oh, I just thought it was like going to be soccer. I was like, OK, I guess you saw me and my wife and you're like, you guys watch soccer. I don't know. I don't know. And then the guy sitting next to him was being a dick the whole time because he was like, what the fuck is this sport? What fuck? What the fuck's going on? Like, like asking the question, but being a dick about it because he didn't understand it. And I get it. Like, you don't understand the sport, but then it just made it look like, like sound outlandish. Like uh, everything he saw was fucking ridiculous because he didn't understand what was going on. Uh, and I like... I first tried to explain it to him. I was like, oh, uh, you, it doesn't matter. You're going to be a fucking asshole the whole time. And that's exactly what happened. He was like, that's dumb. I don't know why they do it that way. I was like, because it's, that's the way the sport is. Like, that's, that's the fucking game. That's why they do it that way. It's not like they say, hey, uh, normal conventional rules, fuck it. We're going to do something else because we can, because nobody's watching. Because we just want to piss off that one guy at a bar on Georgia Ave in Petworth, Washington, D.C. Go fuck yourself. But overall, great games. The wife enjoys it. The guy I was sitting next to, he enjoyed it uh, because nobody ever explained rugby to him. And uh, it's half court, you know, it's fun, it's quick, it's fast, very little stoppage. Um, and then he was like, oh, <laughs> it was funny because he was like, well, why did they do this versus doing something else? And I was like, listen, bro, I know the rules. I've never played. I don't really know the strategy. I'm not going to be an armchair quarterback and try to explain to you uh, the, the thought process behind because I don't know it. And even if I did, you wouldn't know it because you could explain to me football. I've been watching it for 38 years and 
I barely get defensive strategies. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what's going with that. Overall, rugby, I'm a fan. Go all blacks. But it was great. It was great to see. It was like six games I think we got to see. And America is actually decent for the first time, I don't know, in the history of ever. America is actually good at rugby. Uh, we finished top two in the last like five tournaments, which is unheard of, which also leads me to believe that we could be so much better predicated on the fact that we have so much talent that just gets washed out of college football. They never make it to the league or, you know, they make it to the league and it's one and done or they go to AFL or CFL. We could be a dominant country in rugby. We've got the talent. We got the gene pool. We got the athletes. Uh, and you go, well, you know, rugby is expensive. And I get it. Like, football is expensive. Soccer really does well in third world countries because all you need is a ball and a wall, right? Basketball, you know, it go, does well in inner cities and third world countries because all you need is a basketball and a hoop. Rugby, shit, all you need is an open space and a football. Fuck it. You could play rugby with a football. You don't even need a rugby ball. Just like you don't need a hoop. I don't know. But it was good. Maybe, maybe, maybe in my lifetime we will be dominant. Maybe in my lifetime we will be able to watch a competitive game against the All Blacks from New Zealand in America. And maybe in my lifetime we will be threatening to them. That would be exciting. That would be exciting. And then you look back in this fucking, I don't know, 10 years, and you look back at 2019 on March 4th, and, uh, and you're like, oh, a dream came true. Finally, somebody's dream came true. Uh, what else is going on? Um, uh, people have been telling me I should watch this uh, Michael Jackson documentary, Neverland. I'm like, no, bro. That shit was frightening. I watched it the first time in real life. You know, back in the 80s and 90s, everyone was afraid of getting kidnapped and then bringing people to fucking Michael Jackson's house. I don't need to watch that shit. Michael Jackson music was so good that we just overlooked all of those allegations. His music was so good. He had us dancing in high waters, hard bottoms, fucking one glittery glove. His music was so good, we overlooked the fact that he was a black man for positive and he's white. We overlooked the fact that his jerry curl was fucking amazing. His music was so good, we overlooked the fact that he was like 5'4". His music was so good that we overlooked the fact that uh, he, probably, he really couldn't even dance. He just moved a lot. He moved really well. You can't dance like that in a club. We in there like doing the moonwalk at a club. Now it's ironic, but that's like not how you would pick up a chick. Like you can't pick up a chick just throwing your hips around, like just thrusting, staring them square in the eyes, making love to them and looking through your eyebrows. Like you can't just, that's creepy. Like his music was so good. We overlooked that like most of his music videos look like a gangbang waiting to happen, look like a sexual assault waiting to happen. 
I don't need to watch that shit. It was like, you know, in the 80s, kidnapping was a big deal. Like, uh, Unsolved Mysteries, America's Most Wanted. America's Most Wanted. The guy, uh, the host that was the host forever, he, uh, his son got kidnapped. And so he was like, oh, I guess I'm going to uh, be the champion of kidnapping. Right? I'm just going to champion that. I'm going to end it. And they had the thing, his son's name was Adam. And now if you look at stores like, you know, I don't know, Walmart or uh, Old Navy or something like that, there's a sticker on the door that says Code Adam. And basically what happens is when you report that your kid is missing, like you go into the store, he ends up missing, you tell an employee, they lock the doors, they shut it down, like Code Adam, right? Supposedly, that's what they're supposed to do. Stand people at the door, looking for kids, right? And, uh, you know, back then, that's, that's where that came from. And back then, uh, you know, they would tell parents, like, take a picture of your kid's shoes, their sneakers, or not take a picture. I guess take a picture, Polaroid or whatever. Remember the remember the color and the the shape of your kid's shoes because they found out that when people would kidnap kids in public places, that they would like redress them. Like, oh, if it's a boy, they'd give them, put them in girls' clothes, and then they would like try to shuffle them out out of the store, right? But if the parent knew what color shoes they were, like, hey, my kid's missing. He's wearing fucking. I don't know, Tonka truck sneakers. Code Adam, lock the door. I don't know why I'm going into this. Oh, it was a frightening time. That's what it is. It was a frightening time. Uh, My mom would be like, hey, if anybody came up to you and was like, hey, your mom and dad are hurt, ask them for the password. We had a code word because kids were getting stolen all of the time back then. The 80s... Kids were just now. It's like kids are getting abandoned. I don't know. Just fucking. I don't want to have this kid. Just leave them. I don't know. I don't think that's true. I'm sure kidnapping is still a problem, but now they just say like, oh, kidnapping is like uh, it's like usually nine out of ten times it's a it's a family member, it's somebody that they know. But watching Neverland, I was like, uh, I remember watching that shit. It was like allegations, you know. I remember watching that shit, and uh, I lived it. Because I, I was around that age. I was like, oh, my God. Michael Jack's going to invite me to his house. And then he's going to do bad things to me. Like the music videos. <laughs> uh, uh, I started watching Umbrella Academy, uh, which is also on Netflix. Uh, people have been raving and ranting about it. And uh, I think it's a great premise. I started watching it. I got like four or five episodes in. And uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of it. It's basically, if you're not familiar, it is a group of, like, kids that were superheroes. uh, uh, A group of people who were superheroes when they were kids because their dad didn't love them. Uh, They kind of got fucked up in the head. And then now they're adults and they're having to, like, deal with this crazy family dynamic. And what's what's really particular, what's really uh, caught my attention is... Uh, or my curiosity because, you know, I'm watching it, is that there's like eight siblings. They've all adopted. They all have special powers except for one. One doesn't have any special powers. So I'm curious, what is her special power? 
um, because I feel like that's going to be a big thing. Uh, but yeah, check it out, Umbrella Academy. If you've seen it, don't freaking email me spoilers. I don't, don't be that guy. Like I'm actually entertained by this. Uh, don't ruin that for me. Like I just finished the TV series, the TV series, the TV series uh, called Turn, which has to do with the spies of the Revolutionary War. Now you could have just spoiled that because I know. We won. Whatever they did, they help us win, help the Americans, the colonies win. Um, and I know this because I'm not br- a British citizen, because if they didn't help them, they would, we'd all probably be British, right? Um, but nobody wanted to give spoiler alerts on that one. Nobody, nobody was like, hey, guess what happens? America wins. Bitch, fuck that up. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's going on in my life. Uh, was there something else I wanted to talk about? Yes, uh, I got accepted into the DC Comedy Festival. Oh, hello. Sorry. Um, messed up cables here. But yeah, so I'll be performing at the uh, DC Comedy Festival coming up in April. And I will also be hosting this weekend at the DC Comedy Loft with uh, Jonathan Kite from Two Broke Girls and the Voices of American Dad. Uh, that's exciting because I heard good things about him and, uh, you know, whenever I can get local work and I don't have to live, you know, a weekend in some fucking condo or some, uh, some hotel, I'm a fan. I get to sleep with my wife in my bed at my house with all of my stuff. Uh, that's, and get paid. That, that's a good day. That's a good, good day. Uh, this weekend or last week, I hung out with uh, the new release Wednesdays, which is a group uh, headed by a buddy of mine, Patrick Strange, Patrick Stranger. He uh, he's got this great collective of people who are into anime and cosplay and comic books and movies and all of that great stuff that uh, I, I'm a huge fan of. And I met him through uh, cosplay basically a year ago. A year ago uh, today, basically, is uh, when I met him at the premiere of, uh, of Black Panther. And um, I wanted to go cosplay. And I thought it would be funny, a joke within a joke, uh, dressed up as, uh, well, I mean, like as an Asian male, who can I actually go as without getting weird looks. This is my first cosplay. Uh, I wanted to go in with a joke, a joke within a joke. So I dressed up as Richard Aoki, who, if you're not familiar with Richard Aoki, he was a founding member of the Black Panther Party. So I dressed up like him because I'm an Asian male. He's an Asian male. Uh, Black Panther, Black Panther Party. See where I'm going with this? It was a joke within a joke. And uh, the funny thing was, is me and Patrick are the only Asian people there and he showed up in a barong, which pff, fucking hilarious to me. Uh, and it's funny how Asians just find each other in a crowd. You know, we just like magnets. We just find each other. It's fucking amazing. Right. Um, it's kind of like Play-Doh. If you have to find if you have to clean Play-Doh up, you use a bigger blob of Play-Doh and you just magnet it up right if you find a if you have a lost asian just get another asian he'll find them they'll find each other 
but yeah, so I got to hang out with the new release Wednesday crew. Uh, we reviewed some movies, some trailers. Uh, we got some some filming done. So hopefully I get to see some of that shit soon. Uh, I'm going to link up with them again this Tuesday to get some stuff ready for Wednesday. And uh, what I love about Patrick, I, I told him for his birthday that uh, he had a birthday at his house. And uh, the wife came along and got to meet his wife and all of the new release Wednesday crew and a whole bunch of, you know, their friends. The great thing and something that stuck with me um, that I'm trying to be better at is just being part of the community. I think it's very important to be part of a community. Uh, You can't do it alone, right? We're not Clint Eastwood. You're not fucking Shane. Shane. Come back, Shane. You're not him, right? You need a community. It takes a tribe. It takes a village. Um, be part of a community. Uh, you know, one of the things that I realize in comedy is that you're not going to be able to do it alone. You're not. You're going to need people. Um, you're going to need people, both uh, people that are ahead of you in, in your career and people that uh, are where you were. Like it, it requires everybody, um, and I think uh, that is what I've been lacking in the last forever. You know, I moved around a lot as a kid. I don't have any friends. You know, it's it's crazy when you're like, oh, I've been friends with him since I was three. That was like forty years ago. It's like fuck. I don't even. I know some people since I was like seven. They're on Facebook. I know some people, some people that grew up down the street from me. You know, they want me to get into cryptocurrency or some shit. Uh, but it's not like we've been friends since then. Um, like, oh, I remember when you pissed your pants. Yeah, I was like five. Do you remember anything else? No, because I haven't seen you since then. I remember the time you burned down a forest. Yeah, I know. I was there. But, yeah, I burned. I almost burned down a forest one time. That's 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 a true story, but uh, and now he's like, hey, you want you should get into cryptocurrency. I was like, no, I'm good, thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe maybe we should get into cryptocurrency. I don't know. Um, I'm out here trying to tell dick jokes. Uh, that's that's hey hey hey. I should be the cryptocurrency joke king. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know what's going with that. Cryptocurrency, yep, friends, friends forever. Uh, shit, I'm losing my brain. I need to start doing this less later at night uh, and get this out earlier in the day. Uh, that would require motivation. Uh, so that's, okay, uh, let's, let's talk about something else. We got a couple more minutes. Uh, DC Comedy Festival uh, hosting and uh, that's it. Sorry if you're listening on headphones and I just yeah I don't know what that noise is. Uh, okay, so maybe we could just go off on the um, forgetting Wonderland. Man, I'm ah, I need to stop doing this so late at night. Rugby. We talked about rugby. We talked about my weekend. We talked about new release Wednesday. Um, that's about all I got. Man, two weeks in a row, I'm coming up with 
deuces of just like, hey, I had a whole bunch of stories I wanted to say, and uh, I can't think of it all. So yeah, be on the lookout. New release Wednesdays. That will be uh, that should be up on YouTube. Um, the video of last week's podcast and this week's podcast should also be on um, on YouTube as well. Uh, I should probably get better at promoting some of my things. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. My T-shirts, the T-shirts that I'm wearing in the videos and in some of my pictures on Instagram, Lloyd Lee Comedy, is up now. You can actually find uh, T-shirts that are printed, made to order. So you order it, it gets printed and shows up at your house uh, you can find that on loyallycomedy.bigcartel.com. Uh, I have a link in uh, my bio as well as my website. I have to link those. Uh, I've got three T-shirts and a hat right now. I'm going to put a fourth T-shirt up. And uh, it's not a cheap T-shirt. It's actually a nice, nice blend. Uh, feels good. It's got athletic cut. Uh, so it looks good as well, feels good, and it is printed directly on. Right now, if you are listening at home, I am wearing a shirt that looks like, um, I don't know, like a punk rocker. You know, it's got, ah, ah, I won't even try to explain it. It is, if you are to punk rock, if you like politics, if you like me, this shirt looks like all three of those things combined into one, uh, as well as uh, I've got a couple other shirts. I'm debating on which shirt to put out, but I will always have new shirts every couple weeks uh, because it doesn't cost me anything uh, to put it up, to change it. It just basically, um, I want a revolving set of shirts, not because of anything other than I like to wear them, and um, I know you will too. So these are not cheap T-shirts. Uh, the printing is printed directly on them. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited about it because people always ask me where to get them or how to get them, and uh, this is how to do it. So shout out to you in checking out uh, my big cartel uh, my shop, the Lloyd Lee Com, the official Lloyd Lee Comedy merch page uh so two see three shirts and a three shirts and a hat the fourth shirt will be coming out soon and um i will have my patreon account up soon uh with other content in other stuffs as well as um great membership fees or great membership uh perks with membership fees, of course. I'm sorry. But that's always an option. So uh, be on the lookout for that. That should be coming out soon, one thing at a time. You know, I'm just trying to be more committed, and uh, I should probably have better notes for the podcast this time around. Uh, yeah, that's, so that's where we are. So, uh, again, if you guys uh, have not, I know most of you guys have, uh, follow me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm definitely on their Instagram heavy. Uh, Twitter, I, you know, I, that's how I feel. Just, I'm there, I guess. And then uh, Facebook, I'm also there, but Instagram is where I'm at. But, uh, yep, I think my battery is dying. All right, guys, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I love you guys. I, you know, I love you. 
That's all I can say. You guys make my life worth living. You complete me. You complete me. All right, guys. <laughs> I've been rambling long enough. Uh, Lloyd Lee Comedy. Shoot me an email, LloydLeeComedy at gmail.com. Uh, LloydLeeComedy.com. Lloyd Lee Comedy. God, this is... The dismount on this is not good. Uh, it's been 32 minutes. I love you guys. Have a good night. God bless. Toodles. <laughs>